Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Welcome back, everybody. It's another day here at Board Games Daily, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming your way today. It is Topic Tuesday, and we are going to talk about some cool stuff in the gaming industry. We are also going to talk about some things that we've heard uh, been play have been played recently, excuse me, as well as have a contest to make you aware of, and I think you're really going to enjoy this contest. So stay tuned and check it out. Lots of good stuff. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a few moments here to tell you about our latest promotional gaming partner, Getting Geeky with Game Relief. Game Relief keeps you up to date on all things Kickstarter and brings you episodes anywhere from three to six times a week with great insights into the tabletop industry. And keep an eye out for Family Fun Day Fridays featuring thoughts on game titles with Game Relief and his kids. Head over to GameReliefGo.com or just search Getting Geeky with Game Relief wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyOfGames.com. This is AJ Skifstad, and I am going to talk to you about what I actually played Monday night, And the reason being is I got a new game to the table, something that's a little bit newer. It's been around now for about a a little more than a year or so. Um, And that game is Charterstone by Stonemaier Games. This is a legacy game that I picked up at Origins uh, this past year. Again, I didn't jump on the bandwagon with this game. I knew I I had heard some things about it. It looked like it was going to be real solid and a really good game. And so I wanted it, but I just didn't want it when it came out right away. I wanted to make sure that this game was going to be worth its salt and as I uh as I kind of waited and and heard from some other people my brother-in-law who had the game um said that yes this is a very good game you're going to enjoy it you're going to have a lot of fun and it's really really easy and he wasn't lying we busted it out last night I was so excited to play it um it was really easy to learn um because basically the first game kind of walks you through as you pull cards from the from the uh, index of cards. It's gonna tell you what to do. You're gonna be adding rules throughout the game. And so that's basically what we did. We busted out the game and it kind of taught us how to play, but it wasn't teaching you how to play in such a way that you did not have fun with your experience in the first game. We had a blast as we were discovering new things as we played through the first game. We, (coughs) excuse me, we knew exactly what we were doing as the game unfolded. It wasn't like, wait a minute, if I do that, is this going to affect me later in a bad way or a good way? There was none of that ambiguity as we played the game. Essentially, what we were doing was creating this Charterstone village. Uh, we've, been, we've been given an edict by the king to go out and flourish in his kingdom and create it. And what we're basically doing is putting new buildings out, which allow us to uh, send our workers to that building and pay resources, gold or what's called an influence token to exercise some ability at that location. 
That ability could be to build more buildings. That ability could be to unlock a box that was associated with that building, which will give us more secret stuff that's hidden in the index box. Um, it could be to uh, go up on the reputation track, which is worth victory points at the end of the game. It could be to gain more resources. It could be to gain more money. It could be to exchange resources and money for some victory points. Um, there, it's all sorts of good stuff. And as you put more buildings out, there's more locations you can go to. Uh, you're gonna get allies into your hand and not allies, they're called assistants. You get to name them each time it comes out. You get to name your charter, which is the area that you're putting buildings in. You get, to, uh, it was so much fun as this game was unfolding. I loved it. It had this nice lightweight cartoony artwork. Think Santorini. Um, very comic booky, and I loved it. I really enjoyed the artwork. It was so light, this game, and, and, and just a breath of fresh air. And when I say light, I don't mean that it was light in the fact that there were not heavy decisions. There were great decisions to make throughout this game, uh, weighing the pros and cons about where to go and when to go there. I love that, uh, but it was just light in the way that it looked. The colors were bright. It was just fantastic in that aspect. And so I really, really enjoyed playing Thunderstone. We, or Thunderstone, ha, Charterstone. We, we enjoyed this so much that after we played the first campaign, all the guys that were playing said, let's run this back, let's go campaign two. And sure enough, we did campaign two. We opened up more stuff. It was fantastic. Uh, we, were, we, we probably wanted to go on to three, but it was getting pretty late. The nice part about this game is each campaign is pretty quick. It's set on a timer. You do things uh, as you as you complete tasks and things throughout the game. There's a timer track that goes down and, and it signals end game. And so it really doesn't play that long. Each game, I think, and we were playing with four players. I think each game took us about 45 minutes to an hour tops. Uh, so, so the scenarios for each one are, are pretty short. I, I suppose as the board gets bigger and expands, uh, I suppose that um, it, the games might get longer. But in any case, we had a great time playing Charterstone. Just a lot of fun. And like I said, it's bright, it's beautiful, it's a come to the table kind of game. But once you come to the table and sit down, it's even more intriguing as you unlock different things from the box and you discover new ways to play the game. Uh, a lot of fun. There's, I, I could say a lot more about Charterstone. Um, really, really like this game. Can't wait to get it to the table again. Uh, that's it for now concerning the games that I played last night. There were more, but that's what I wanted to talk about. But it's time for Topic Tuesday. And what's cool is Jeremiah and I did some digging and we found some old sound bites from Scott getting excited for... Uh, for board game night, which is Tuesday for him. So he's going to he's gonna do our little intro for Topic Tuesday. This is a rare audio bite. You're going to love it. Uh, that's it for now. Check you later. It's Topic Tuesday. It's Topic Tuesday. Oh, talking board games on a Tuesday. Wow, excellent, Firestone. Thanks for that uh, exciting intro to Topic Tuesday. Um, what we're talking about today, it, well, before I say that, last week we were talking about games that were just hyped up. They are in our collection because of the hype. We liked, we wanted them because they were so hyped up, but they didn't quite meet our expectation. And so we were talking about some of those that are in our collection. They had to be in our collection. 
And I talked about uh, Scythe, which I really like that game a lot. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't feel like it lived up to the hype that, that it got. And so um, as I was listening back at that episode, I was just kind of listening to it. I thought, well, this is kind of depressing. We're just talking about games that we like, but we're saying why they didn't quite live up to the hype. And I was kind of like, that's eh, kind of a downer. Let's reverse the roles for a minute for this Topic Tuesday. Let's talk about games that got hyped up hyped up in the board game media and by by a bunch of people on social media and we actually added that game to our collection and it met our expectations. Now, you know what game I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to give this I'm not going to say it yet, but you know it. Uh this game I do not believe was as hyped up as I imagine it was because I had hyped it up in my mind so much. However, the excitement for this game was out there. It was as the Kickstarter was going originally last year. Uh, well, two years ago, 2016. It was released in 2017. Oh, gosh. No, no, no. It was 2017, released to, to early 2018. Um, the excitement was there on Kickstarter. It was there on BGG uh, in the forums. People were talking about this. They were getting excited about the reboot and relaunch of Thunderstone Quest as was I. I was a backer for this game at the maximum level, uh, the champion tier. I was pumped about this game. I had so many expectations. And uh, let me just say, when I got this game, they were all met. The expectations were met. Uh, All but one, all but one. And that didn't matter because everything was so good about this deck building game. This was, this deck building game was a game that took most deck building games are very light let's put it that way this this took deck building and added a lot of complexity to it there are a lot of choices to make on your turn there's a lot of different ways to finagle the combos you do with your cards whether you're going to go to the dungeon whether you're going to go to the village or whether you're going to try and pull off doing both which is possible and killing monsters earning thunderstones leveling up your heroes with the thunderstones that are victory points at the end so it's a give take are you going to spend your thunderstones to level up heroes so that you can get more victory points by killing bigger monsters oh my gosh this game was just awesome the artwork is fantastic the board is fantastic the miniatures are fantastic the insert for the box is fantastic the card stock is fantastic the dice are fantastic i love this game absolutely adore it it is fantastic get, get fantastic fantastic that's all i can say it's so good i just really enjoy this game and, and i want everybody to have a copy it was so good that this game got got kickstarted again almost immediately after they called it the back to the dungeon where they released with that a solo and cooperative mode called the barricades mode and uh, which i am also a backer of that and they unleashed a new quest There is just endless replayability for this game. There's randomizers so that once you play through the quest, you can go back and you can randomize. You can play epic mode where you play with every card. Come on. Come on. This game is so good. I love it. All right. What didn't I like? The one thing. I'll say the one thing I didn't like. It's called Thunderstone Quest. It's a little bit of a lie. There is a story that goes with each mode of setup that you do for the cards. Uh, Each quest has three different modes of setup so that you get to see the same cards throughout three different quests in in a couple different styles and different ways to combo them. And the quests themselves are really just a little backstory. 
You can read about it. Who cares? You're not really campaigning through it. There's no end game goals other than to score the most victory points. It's not like Descent where you've got to collect a key and unlock a door and then grab an item and get out before the monsters kill you. It's not like that. So it's, I don't know. The quest is just kind of storylines that they kind of threw on there. And then with each quest, they give you um, certain cards. If you can get past that, which I was able to do right away, uh, if you can get past that, this is probably the best deck builder I've ever played as far as complexity, artwork, and theme goes. Uh, If I'm looking for a lighter deck building game that plays quicker, there are things that are better than this. Uh, But this is my all-time favorite deck builder. It lived up to its hype. I loved it. What's living up to its hype for you that is in your collection? Please let us know. I'm calling out Firestone. I'm calling out Jeremiah. Let us know. Get in on the topic, and you get in the uh, get in on the topic. Well, uh, blah 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 blah. I should stop talking. That's it. I love Thunderstone. Check you later. contest time here at board games daily you know we love giving away games and you know you love getting games so we are going to be giving away a copy of before there were stars a storytelling game by smirk and laughter games i've talked about it in segments past want to know how to gain your copy this is it tomorrow we will be doing our segment on cage night with uh two different board games we're going to talk about those board games and we are going to talk about which one is going to win the cage fight. They may be similar, they may be different. We want to hear your thoughts on who you think would win this cage fight between these two games and hear your reasons why. So use the Anchor app to join the conversation. The fifth conversation joiner is going to win themselves a copy of Before There Were Stars. All you have to do is join the conversation using the Anchor app. You'll get not only a chance to win a copy of Before There Were Stars, but you'll also get added into one of our board games daily episodes so just use the conversation piece to add your part to the conversation and a chance to win before there were stars that's it we'll see you later well that's a wrap for today everybody make sure you join the conversation on our cage fight if you want a chance to win that copy of before there were stars we're excited to introduce our cage fight to you tomorrow but that's it for now check you later more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. (laughs) 